from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Close you are to that audio clip. It's a Mike Leach clip. Florida State fans have implored me to play this. It's Leach a couple of years ago talking about the clown show committee. Do you have it? Florida State fans have told me, Bill, if you'll play this, maybe it will slightly help us feel better about our plight. This is God rest his soul, Mike Leach wordsmithing about the clown show committee. Is the is the mind-numbingly short-sighted notion that four teams for a playoff, you know, somehow establishes something, and that that's a very clever approach. I mean, that's such a brilliant approach. That's why everybody does it that way. You know, I mean, nobody does it that way. I mean, if we we're so smart, wouldn't all the other sports say, "I don't want, let's have a committee," you know? Because why not? Because you know, we're American. We love committees. Let's get us a committee. Well, who should be on the committee? Well, I don't know. This guy's a good guy. Let's have him on the committee. Well, I mean, there's people on the committee that don't even have remote associations with football, nor have they at any level other than being a fan. But you know what? Let's have them on a committee. Why not? And then, um, <clears throat> I mean, it'd be fun. We'd go to that resort. We could talk. We could hang out at dinner. And then we'll decide which four teams should go. Because you know why? We don't need to solve this on the field. Because we're the ones that know. And then, um, um, so, I mean, you know, if we're going to do it that way, we should just ask them at the beginning of the season, you know, just go ahead and you guys vote on it, figure out one, two, three, and four, and why, why even have the games. To me, I mean, that, that, it's not a playoff. There's nothing playoff about it. And, and 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 this is even if we make it. Even if we make it, my thoughts don't change. Um, um, I mean, how can you how can you call it a playoff when when there's four teams 
Uh, conference champions don't even necessarily make the playoffs because you know why? Because the committee knew better. There you have it. Not that it has anything to do with Florida State's recent situation, but I was against the clown show committee concept from the beginning, from 14 to now. The computer system was better than this. Much better than this. And let me just repeat, I think Alabama should be in. This is not necessarily me suggesting that in this case they got it wrong. How they went about it is what's more wrong. That's why watching that Tuesday night show during the season and listening to these guys obfuscate through these questions is pointless. As a fan, it's pointless. It's not transparent. They may say something that's convenient for the moment but does not predict the future. This notion that that injury is not taken into consideration is a flat-out lie. Why go there? Why not say from the beginning, we're monitoring Florida State, we're impressed with, here's how I would have handled it. As the spokesperson, we are monitoring Florida State. We are very impressed with what they're doing. Losing Jordan Travis is potentially a problem. We will continue to watch them, monitor them, and decide what's best for the four teams. From the beginning. Now, if you're Florida State, you don't want to hear that either, but at least it's transparent up front. At least it doesn't look shady. At least the conspiracy that the SEC is going to get their team, Alabama is going to get in because it's the Alabama brand and all of that, which I do think counts for something, like it or not, at least up front they lay out the parameters. That's how I would have handled this. Losing a playmaker as important as Jordan Travis, could potentially be a problem for the committee when it comes to Florida State and the playoff. We will continue to monitor them, watch them play, and we will make our judgment accordingly. That's the truth. It might not be what you want to hear as a fan, But at least it's out there. Yes, this could be a problem. Say it. Pretty simple. Why they choose to act shady about it is beyond my comprehension. Now, that's not why I don't watch that show. I don't watch the show because it's not important enough to me to remember it's on Tuesday nights. And maybe it's because of that being one reason that I don't. It's just, if it was that important for me, my body clock would say, hey, Bill, uh, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whenever. It's on. you got to make time. Right? Make time. Hoptown boy. Up in Hoptown, Kentucky. Bill, what about the Wade twins? I had a feeling it was going to happen since Destin never worked out at quarterback. Look forward to getting some inside scoop at commitments. Yes, if you want inside scoop, Brandon King will be there. Uh, An Optown boy met Brandon last year there. 
I don't know. Um, they are both, as we know, in the portal, which is which is interesting. Destin Wade, the quarterback, is a six-two, two hundred fifteen-pound star quarterback in high school. He could play on any field and dominate in high school as just an individual playmaker. He does not have the throwing prowess to be a SEC, I don't think ACC, Big Ten, Big 12 quarterback. He is an athlete worthy of those leagues. He's never played anything but quarterback. He did play some DB late in games if it was close and they were trying to close the team out. They just throw him out there. Wasn't any coaching or technique. It was just, hey, see number 88, cover him. They did that in the state championship game. The year they got to three state championship games and they won it the uh the junior year. They lost their sophomore and senior years. And uh but he could be a receiver, he could be a number of things. He's not a quarterback. Not on that level. His brother, Keaton Wade, can be a beast. He is 6'3", 250 at least. I think he'd be an outstanding defensive end with the ability, if you needed him to, depending on what your defensive call is, to go in the flats and make plays. Routes in the flats, meaning swing routes, and plays that go wide. He has that kind of ability. He can run. He is the more attractive of the two. But, and I don't know, I could ask Brandon, I haven't asked him yet, but I could ask him, is Destin absolutely hell-bent on being a quarterback? And if that's the case, so be it. Good, Good for him. But he has no future as we continue year after year as a quarterback. This depends on how important that is. But but both are excellent, totally different. We played them in junior high, seventh grade, okay? Junior high ball. One was the quarterback, Destin. The other one was the tailback, Keaton. Both at the time were probably 6'1", 190, 195, seventh grade. And absolute beasts. I mean, just <laughs> whatever you think they did, they did, right? Georgia Dog, Bill, did you see this? Some dude, and I don't know who this guy is. Let me pull this up. From Deadspin says, sources tell me, now again, folks, this is something I want you to giggle at. Just giggle. Ohio State receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. intends to enter the portal, has received lucrative offers, and will evaluate all potential options, including maybe to the NFL, including the NFL. That's laughable. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and say, I don't mind reading it just so we can all have a good chuckle. Marvin Harrison Jr. is about to go to Sunday ball and make a lot of money. I don't care what anybody, and I don't, I don't even believe – I, well, I'm sure if Marvin Harrison wanted to, he could say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm free. How much you want to pay me?" I'm sure he could get big name resource schools to chuck a whole bunch of money at him. 
I'm not doubting that, but that ain't happening. That dude's an NFL Sunday player. He's one of the top picks in the draft. You go on and get it. It's no, no more playing on the college level. No more playing around here on the college level. Jeff, too. I know Balls of Steel is reserved for Monday, third hour, but I want to give high praise to Jordan Travis for commenting on Milrow's Instagram post in regards to the natty tells Milrow to go win it all. Amazing class and a very tough moment for Jordan Travis. I did not see that. That is a very, very classy thing. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Georgia dog regarding the bowl game and players may be sitting. Bill running back Kendall Milton said the culture at Georgia is don't abandon your brother, so he is playing. I could be terribly wrong, but I just don't think Georgia looks at it like it's a spring game or something. We are playing an undefeated team that got screwed, Bill. Jim says Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson are already out, and I believe Jaheim Bell is not playing. Burris and Fisk probably not playing either. That's a pretty good group not playing. <laughs> There's not a dud in that group right there. <laughs> we'll get the break. We're coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Wilson County, they're still trying to mop up an accident. It's had some injuries there at Lebanon Road, right at Bethlehem Road. Again, that's in Wilson County. It's still crowded right now on Vietnam Vets westbound as you travel between Gallatin Pike all the way to Conference Drive. Again, coming through Hendersonville, it's pretty congested. Same thing on 24 westbound up through Smart and Laverne in from Rutherford County. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online today. It's easy. Princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And Jim Justice. Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C. A always BBC closing. Always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Nobody knows more about college football history than Bill King. a lot about Juice Wells. Apparently, one of the Tennessee sites, I think it's maybe Brent Hub's site. Now, I don't know if it was one of their reporters or some dude on a message board, which is different, that Juice Wells is going to visit Tennessee this weekend. I have not heard that confirmed. It might be right. But I don't know if that is – if you guys can show me something reputable, somebody reputable that is reporting that, then I'll give it its proper acknowledgement. But I haven't seen that yet. Jim in Jupiter, Bill True. Jordan Travis did contact Milro, told him to go win a natty. If Nick Saban wins this natty, That'll be number eight. He's got six at Bama. He's got one at LSU. This will be, I think, his best job. They had a lot of things they had to work through. Plenty of it. Quarterback. Lines of scrimmage. Linebacker play. Playmaking receivers. Lots to work through. And we'll see. We'll see. They're a slight underdog against Michigan right now. If he wins this next one, that gives him eight. It is always funny 
how if there's a little bit of a lull with Alabama football, and by their standards, what does that mean? They lost two games a year ago? That's a lull. And a couple of years go by, and they don't want a natty. They haven't won a natty since 2020. Oh, my God. What a disaster this is. Georgia's been winning those natties. This is, I think, his best job, and the theory that Nick is getting old and losing it, and I don't hear that a lot, but but there's always going to be somebody bring that up. I will also say there were times last year, there were moments that he looked haggard by his uh, standards. He looked tired, worn down, not now. Not now. I don't think Nick is anywhere close to retiring. And I mean, when I say that, I'm talking about, let's say, three- to five-year window. He's in his 70s. You can't say I think he's got another 15 years. If he does, he does. But you can't say that. You have to be cautious. But I don't think Nick is looking at, okay, man, I just want another one and I had a lot of things to fix. I'm going to go ahead and park it right here and hit the golf course. No, 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 no. Grinding, long days, fixing stuff, motivating, preaching the right way to do things is his favorite thing to do. Not retire and count money. He could do that. Go to various Mercedes dealerships that he owns. I hope, and I'm selfish, that he doesn't retire anytime soon. That day will come, but I hope not. You're witnessing the best who's ever done it. I'm selfish. I don't want to see that go away. I want to sit here and live in it. Study it. Watch it. That's what I want to do. Ken down in lovely middle Georgia. Bill, when it relates to recruiting, developing players, building a staff, and establishing a winning culture in a football program, Kirby will pick up a penny off the sidewalk. He will not let any opportunity go to waste to improve. Better never rest. Kirby Smart. Let's go to that name, that topic, has, and you never want to say perfected, but he is as close to perfecting the right balance of stars in your recruiting class with the others that are not four and five stars who develop and are much better than at least their recruiting ranking suggested, again, like Lad McConkey. He has a fantastic mix of that. They had a quarterback win a couple of natties. That wasn't even as highly thought of as Lad McConkey as a recruit. Pappy's Bennett. Kirby Smart has come close to, as close as you can get to, perfecting the art form of stars on your roster. And Georgia can sign as many big-name stars as any other program in America and just totally throw them out of roster. Just star after star, right? 
but the mixture and the fit and the ecosystem of the stars and then the others that weren't such big stars but get developed and make plays. He is got a metaphorical magic wand when it comes to that. Really does. It's impressive what he's able to do, what he's able to accomplish there. Sammy down in Hatton, Alabama. Bill, you would look old and haggard also if you were dealing with Pete Golding and <laughs> B.O.B., Bill O'Brien. <laughs> they call him Bob. You want a translation? Craig in North Augusta earlier said, hey, what's T.T.U.N.? Remember we always talk about know your acronyms? Well, that's that team up north. That's a Ohio State-Michigan thing. T-T-U-N. The, uh, and I guess Michigan's comeback to that is they call Ohio State Ohio. Yeah, our friends at Ohio, you ever notice that? If, you, if, you, if you're not a rail like me, if you want to be demeaning to Ohio State just by using a word, it's always Ohio. Yeah, Ohio got beat again by T-T-U-N. That's that's supposed to be demeaning when you do that. Bill, you'd look old and haggard, too, if you were dealing with Pete Golding and Bob, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> now you got my boy, Kevin Steele, and you have Tommy Reza. Looks like that was a pretty good move to me. Georgia dog. Billy, Georgia didn't get bullied by Bama. If you told me before the games that this would be the stat line, Mill rolled through for 192, 13 of 23, rushed 14 times for 29, Beck was 21 of 29, 243. Total yards, Georgia 329, Bama 306. I would have thought we'd win, but that field goal bounced off. Uh, That would be a moment. I would say the mesh fumble deep in Georgia's territory that Georgia did not give up a touchdown there. Georgia did hold. They gave up a field goal. That's a W for the defense. But it was still damaging. It wasn't devastating as it could have been. A touchdown there, and it's probably, it's it's very unlikely for Georgia, right? That was big. Holding them to a field goal right there was huge at the moment. Didn't end up winning the ball game eventually for Georgia. But to me, of all the plays in that game, I I remember thinking there once we got into the second half, there's not been a turnover. No team has turned the ball over. It's been relatively clean here. I'm wondering if something's on the horizon. Either way, either team. Again, not the biggest. You're not going to remember that moment as some monster turning point at all. There wasn't anything like that in the game per se. But I thought that was pretty big. And and Georgia responding with holding them to a field goal was also big in that moment. Yeah, the stats were relatively even. I, I don't I, – I will go back and look at stats – usually on Sunday morning. Not that I think it's necessarily going to be the telltale sign, but 
if somebody were to give you a stat sheet before the game, let's say the football gods came down and said, hey, sir, I'm going to show you something nobody else ever gets to see. Here's the stat sheet. Not going to give you the score, but here's the yardage, the stat sheet, all of that. Everything that's going to be on a stat sheet other than the score and the scoring. Total yards, rushing yards, passing yards, turnovers, penalties, punts, average, all that stuff, right? First thing you probably would look at, particularly if you think it's a close, relatively close game, would be turnovers. Yardage can be a liar. Total yardage might be a liar. Turnovers could be a liar too, but it's pretty dramatic how important they are. John in Los Angeles. Bill got a confession. Three months ago, I scheduled a family trip to Cabo, not thinking about commitments or when it would be. Sorry, I won't be able to attend. I won't let it happen again. No, hey, man, you've been. He comes from L.A. every year. You said, Bill, you could go to Cabo. I'd probably let I, I let you guys host the show, and I'll go to Cabo. <laughs> right off, uh, right over there by Texas, man. I'd go to Cabo. I would. I've never been to Cabo, but I would. I would take that trip. Now, John's been a very good friend. John is. Many of you have met him. Golfed at Southern Cal in the seventies with some absolute superstar names. Grew up though as a Notre Dame fan. To this day, is a Notre Dame fan. The first person in this audience months ago to say, "Hey, Bill, what about Riley Leonard and Notre Dame?" This was maybe it was either late September or early October. It was. It was not. I don't think it was the halfway point in the season. Might have been, but he was the first guy. I had been talking to Kevin Hagan about Riley Leonard in Alabama. Now, this is when the quarterback situation was all confused and messy at Alabama. This was around the USF game. Milrow didn't even play. And I was talking to Kevin at the time, and at the time it was hush-hush stuff, but he said, I think there's going to be a big package they're going to put together and try to go after Riley Leonard. Not the case anymore. But, and I also heard right around then about Notre Dame. Didn't really say much about it, but John in Los Angeles posted, Bill, what about Riley Leonard and Notre Dame? Boom. He's visiting Wednesday and Thursday, meaning tomorrow and Thursday. Everything points to that is done. Auburn has been mentioned there. I I would assume lots of teams could be mentioned, but I would anticipate that on this Notre Dame trip, they're going to try and shut it down. And that is the anticipated conclusion to that story. 6-1-4 Rob up in Ohio. Based on last year's NFL draft bill, contracts for the top players, Marvin Harrison's projected draft status, he can expect to sign four-year deal for about $35-40 million, fully guaranteed. Don't think he's going to hang around for some NIL crumbs. No, not at all. That dude's about to get paid, and then when he gets to that second contract, God knows what he gets paid, right? If he's going to project like we think he's going to project. NIL money, even if somebody said, okay, 
you're the best receiver out here. We're going to give you a 1.5. That is pennies under the couch next to stale potato chips compared to what the NFL is going to yield him. Very true. Yeah, very true. Smoke doctor up in Ohio. Bill, this is how out of touch the Ohio State AD staff is with the fan base and how much money they have to waste. They've rewarded the Ohio State coaching staff with bonuses for a Cotton Bowl berth. No TTU win-win, no Big Ten championships, no college football playoff, no natty. But let's reward them, Bill. Now, is that just rollover stuff contractually, or is that an announced, okay, we've we've added to this. We're going to... Was that already obligated contractually? I'm guessing it was. Buckeyes, how many, at one point, and you guys correct me, at one point on Monday, the Buckeyes had 12 names in the portal. And Julian Fleming was one of them. Obviously Kyle McCord. If I'm a Buckeye fan, I look at that. Not that I want to lose Julian Fleming, but I look at it as a positive. Those are 12 spots. There may be more than that. If there's more, let me know what the number is. That's 12 opportunities to bring in dudes. I don't look at that as negative at all. That's that's like, let's go. Let's get it. This is this is Buckeye football. You can get you can get dudes all over the place. Omni will be there week from Thursday. Commitments, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. The police are trying to move an accident. It's going to be 65 southbound just past Vietnam. That's it's had traffic pretty slow down through there coming in from Goodlettsville on 65 southbound. Still a lot of heavy traffic on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic still coming out of Rutherford County headed towards Nashville. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is uh, catering this holiday season. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, 
Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher. That No one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. to know anything about college football consult with the encyclopedia bill tanica every morning Chicago Bill Florida State coaches were out doing home visits yesterday interesting if any of the questions that they received were about the playoff snub oh I'm sure think if you're a Florida State staff member everywhere you go whether it's personal life or visiting a player that's the topic imagine that Everywhere you go, church, hey, coach, sorry about that. Grocery store, hey, coach, sorry about that. Recruit, hey, coach, what happened? Explain to me what happened there. Now, again, that's not negative. Florida State is recruiting from a very positive aspect right now. None of that's negative. It's not like they lost a game and got eliminated. And, again, that – Recruits wouldn't care about that either. Recruits don't base a decision based on one game somewhere. If that was the case, who would ever get a player? Players don't think. They don't think like that. Florida State is recruiting from a very strong, powerful position right now, whether it's the portal, whether it's high school kids. Either way. Yeah, either way. But I'm sure they have to uh, – address it with players and just as part of the conversation. And the answer is something like, yeah, man, we competed hard. 
we are heartbroken that we were not allowed to compete for a national championship in the playoffs. But this has given us motivation to push even harder. We will take this as an energy boost to go get it. That's why we're in your home right now, sir. That's how you answer that. That's exactly how you answer that. 614 Rob. Bill, those bonuses for the Buckeyes are built into the contract. However, the Ohio State AD is out of touch with the fan base. Won't get a grass field, won't put one in. I don't buy their BS excuse. And won't put Gray back on the jerseys. Clowns, Bill. What was Gene? I still haven't heard the explanation. There's that video during the Michigan game where Gene Smith's down there in an argument with some Michigan sideline mall cop or what. I don't know what that was, right? What was that? And and I think they were arguing about Gene being over some line that he wasn't supposed to be passed. Or so, I don't I don't even know. But it it got. I mean, it didn't get face-to-face where you're spitting on each other. But, I mean, it got a little heated there momentarily. But what was that about? And he kept he, – he said something, I am beyond the yellow line. And then he said something like, don't get me started. Don't get me started. That's what I saw. No camp. Bill Fleming was Fleming the one that commented that he kept waiting for money and it never came. No, that was Evan Stewart at A and M. Evan Stewart, who's in the portal, I'm sure people just dying to get to, along with Juice Wells. And I still, some Tennessee fan confirmed to me is the Juice Wells story about visiting Tennessee. Is that somebody that's a reporter that has it confirmed, or is that just some dude on a message board commenting on a rumor? That's what I don't know. But, yeah, Evan Stewart said the other day something like, I knew my freshman year when I didn't get the money and everybody thought we were out here being millionaires. And I'm, I'm just paraphrasing, but he said something like that. And uh, basically was saying, oh, this is about the money. Well, duh. I think we've already known that. Yeah, we already knew it. This is, this is about the money. No doubt. But, yeah, Evan Stewart. I, if I could get Evan Stewart, I would be uh, my collective. If I, had a, if I was at a school, I would, I would hope my collective is taking care of that one to get us there. Tell you, do we have enough time here, Patton, to take a call? No, okay, let me bring him up. No, Kev, up in Chicago. Kev, can you do it in a minute? Yeah, I think so. Hey, just to t- kind of touch base what might happen. I told you last year I wound up doing the video monitor, the replay monitor of the NIU game, and they told me, he says, watch the, the AD because he likes to go to places. There's a lot of people that aren't supposed to be on the sideline that are on the sideline that go places they're not supposed to be. He said they've had to tell their own AD, which is, is uh, Frazier, to get back behind that line. So probably that was the case is, is Gene Smith was going where he wasn't supposed to be going and they were just doing their job and telling him to get back. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure because it's Michigan-Ohio State, it gets more heated just by virtue, right? Yep, absolutely. I'm sure it was. 
Tell, tell uh, if you see Mr. Frazier, tell him hello. I, I, he introduced himself to me many years ago. He was, I believe, it Wisconsin for a while. Yeah, if I'm not Wisconsin, and what he played at Alabama, if I'm correct, is that right? Correct. Yeah, if you see him, tell him hello for me. Hadn't talked to him. In I'll a while. do that. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it. I was at the Big Ten meetings in Chicago. Speaking of the Windy City, and. Came up and introduced himself, introduced himself, and uh, was leaving Wisconsin. Was it for NIU or another job at the time? I don't remember. But anyways, nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. Always been a fan. Get another break here. Coming right back. Good morning. The police are trying to move an accident. It's going to be 65 southbound just past Vietnam Vets. It's had traffic pretty slow down through there coming in from Goodlettsville on 65 southbound. Still a lot of heavy traffic on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic still coming out of Rutherford County headed towards Nashville. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is uh, catering this holiday season. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Princess Hot Chicken Tanker, Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch? Princess is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Princess tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken AFH at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. We have more Jeffs than you do. It's the Bill King Show. Jordan Seaton, a fast offensive lineman who visited Ohio State recently, is going to announce here in the coming days. Sounds like it might be a Buckeye Vol thing. I believe Oregon was in there pretty good originally. Don't count them out. Anytime Oregon's around, be careful. Running back over here from the borough, Oakland, Jordan James played his freshman and sophomore year. They're just just uh, finishing the regular season there and has been a pretty good running back for them. Right here in the borough, man. Yeah, if they get involved, and they've been involved on this kid, he's a five-star. Sounds like it might be a Buckeye-Tennessee thing. Maybe 60-40 Buckeyes with Seton. Again, five-star offensive lineman who will announce Thursday-ish, if I remember correctly. Juice Wells, not sure what's happening there. A lot of rumors going on. I would take him in at any school in America. Uh, He's that good. If he's healthy, he's that good. He is an explosive, base-clearing, green grass difference maker. South Carolina fans are down on him, and I understand that part. Understand that part. But no, no, no. I I would welcome, if you could get that kid in, I would take him in. In a second. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, Gene is retiring. Gene Smith. So he isn't going to create any situation on his way out. He's not going to fire Day. And he's going to pay their bowl bonuses. He will leave the tough uh, decision to the new AD. And I don't blame him. Yeah, because... There's an interesting dynamic with ADs and coaches. Sometimes the new AD comes in and the coach is doing well, and even if that's not your selection because you weren't there at the time to make the decision, you adapt and you like the coach, and he's winning. The most important thing is he's winning. He's staying clean. Not a whole lot of commotion going on, right? Then you adapt and you learn to be buddies, right? Other situations 
new AD comes in, that's just not your guy. Now, you can't run a guy who's highly successful necessarily, but it's easier when the AD comes in. It's not your guy. It's kind of a struggle, and it's time for him to go get the guy that he deems right for the position. That's what happens there, and we'll see about that. Ryan Day has won basically everything but a natty, and now he's losing to Michigan. He won the first year, and now he's losing, three years in a row. If they lose next year with the transition this Michigan roster is going to endure, and they're going to replace dudes with dudes, and I'm sure they'll do well in the portal too. But even though Ryan Day's won almost everything else, it'll be tough. The pressure will be absolutely immense. If it happens again next year. No, it will. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely will. Back to commitments. To get up to the suite, and I was just talking to Mike the Mad Dog about this, you're going to need to contact me or somebody. It's not a problem. We haven't had a problem with it. I'm just telling you that you can't get, you can't access the top suite floor at the Omni. Unless you've got, if you've got a suite up top, you can, but that's very, I think Allen in the past has gotten a suite. Maybe Tom, I don't remember, but nonetheless. So just DM me or have somebody contact me or, or, or somebody, a friend. I mean, you, you, we come, we come down to the lobby to get folks anyways. You're going to see us by the elevator. If you're, if you're facing the front desk, the elevators are to the extreme left. Right there in that lobby. You'll see it. We'll come down and get people, head back up. And if I have to do it 100 times, I'll do it. It's not a big deal. That's part of my job. Part of my job is to be a, a bellboy or whatever they call it. Go get dudes. I don't mind that at all. Tomorrow, Braziancia. Will join us. Blake Ruffino down in the boot. What do you think LSU's doing in the portal? They wreak havoc in the portal, just like Florida State. And Johnny Crawford, if you have any officiating items, any officiating elements, any questions, any controversies, Johnny Crawford, longtime SEC football official, will join us as he does on Wednesdays. And uh, we can make it happen. Just got a message from Tom in Myrtle Beach. He said, anybody that knows me that's got my number can contact me too. Yeah, I mean, we can, we'll do whatever. I, I don't mind, I don't mind going down because that event is about the fan base. That that event is about the collective audience. It's my job to accommodate that. That job, that gig is not about me standing up and, you know, being a carnival barker or something. That's about me accommodating good friends at an event. And if that means me going down to get people a hundred times, then so be it. That's what I should be doing. What I'll do is I'll get a couple extra key cards too for the room. Just don't come rob me later. Yeah, just don't. Or don't don't crank call my room like they did out in uh, Newport Beach, California that time at 2 in the morning. Where the guy faked his voice like he was deep throat guy. 
So we need a playoff, Bill. Click. That was kind of creepy. That was creepy. Yeah, don't do that. Lashbaugh. 